So what do I sacrifice? Everything! Just stay with me, Lonnie. I need all the heroes I can get. Welcome back to WD MagicCast for the week of November 27th, 2022. This is episode 205. WD MagicCast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. In this week's show, Dave and I will discuss Andor, the series that just wrapped up on Disney+. And, speaking of which, I have a survey about... Andor. And what did you think? What did the people say about Andor? And this could be found on our Twitter handle at WDMagicCast. So simply put, now that we've seen all of Andor Season 1, what are your thoughts of this Disney Plus show? And the options were amazing, good, I enjoyed it, could have been better, or wasn't able to finish it. And out of those who answered, now granted, I do know personally some people who have not been able to finish it yet, but there's hope. There's always hope, and that's what Star Wars is about. But out of those who view who answered, I don't have to break this down. Because, and I don't think this has ever really happened before, I think this is a first, folks. 100%. 100%. That's everyone who voted all said this was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I will not spoil this for you. You will have to wait to see what Dave and I have to say after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hello there, Disney Marvel's podcast friends. This is Anthony King, host of the new podcast, Force Ghost Conversations. Each week, this show will be your home for cozy, deep-dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, and you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Force Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Force Ghost conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. Coming off an impressive and unprecedented high praise and reviews, the Andor series finally, finally comes to a conclusion with episode 12. And it's, it's been one that's been highly talked about for many, many multiple reasons, which you may or may not get into. We first gave you our initial impressions back on episode 195. And to continue this, Dave has joined me again. Uh, Isaac cannot make it, unfortunately, to 
continue the, the grand discussion. But Dave is here to finish up our discussion on what did we think of Andor? It's not even Star Wars Andor. Just Andor. Just Andor. Uh, Cassie and Andor's series. First of two seasons. And, uh, yeah, um, definitely a lot to talk about, I think. What do you think, Dave? Well, thank you for having me again. And, and yes, this has been an interesting series. Uh, it was one that I think we originally said before the series uh, dropped was how how was this going to play out without the main how do you, uh, Skywalker people in it? Uh, mm-hmm. So overall, I think it played out well. I was very happy with it, but it was it was definitely, I could see where people were complaining about certain flows, ebbs and flows of this, of the series in itself. But I think the writing was the strong part of the show and kept you into it over the course of the 12 episodes. Yeah. The, the writing is, is the writing. You can't fault the writing, but I think they, they focused more on that than they it's um then the action which is not your typical star wars uh you know star wars is usually a lot more action and not as much writing this one they definitely lean a lot more into into the story into uh dialogue communication it's details um which in a way does slow down the uh does slow down the pacing the pacing yeah well i mean when rogue one originally came out i mean i don't think there was that big of a buzz for it until people got in because they didn't i I don't think when rogue one came out nobody knew what they were dealing with with that side star wars story so i don't it took the uh reviews of people going to the theaters to see that to pull mm-hmm. everybody in to, and then that became it become a cult following oh my god rogue one was great you got to go see this it could have been just the last 10 minutes when vader you know unleashed holy you know what uh and that just everybody loved it but it was a different star wars movie than we're used to so that's why when when they were saying they were doing a spinoff about cassie and andor i was okay with it but it was like well we just did a movie do we need a because at that time they said they were doing the 24 episodes. Do we need a 24 episode backstory on Cassie and Andor? And how are they going to pull that off? You know, especially in in the series when you first meet him, he's not the nicest guy. Mm-hmm. Yep, blasting people right off the bat. <laughs> first thing you see him, he, he's in a corner. Some guy helps him out, and he shoots him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> All right. Why do we like this guy? <laughs> Why exactly. do we want to find out more of him? Yeah. And in some ways, that's how this season series starts off. You you meet him. He he's on the hunt for his sister, his sister, which we'll get into that too. And he kills two guys right off the bat. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we, we thought this guy was the good guy. What's he doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it does get better. Um, it does get better from there. Yes. Um, he. Uh, oh. Well, let me he, ask you this: like with with, yeah. with the twelve, we're gonna, I'm going to fa- uh, 
the overall 12 episodes that we have right now, because of the other characters that were in there, did you really, did we really learn anything from Andor? Like, was his character advanced? You know what I mean? Like, because to me, it was more of the side characters that were in there that drew me. Like, I liked Andor's character or whatever, but there was the other side characters that were in the in the show that were more interesting to me. And I wanted to see their journey, you know, more than than Andor's in a way. So I found, I mean, I don't know if you had that kind, that same kind of, you know, experience as I did, but. Yeah. Um, I, I would absolutely say that it's, I mean, Andor is the device that you follow along and that makes, you know, it, it is the, the main thread that connects everything together. But I am going to say that, no, it's, um. It's everyone else that really makes makes this interesting, yeah. Um, like, for instance, Mon Mothma's story. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. we again a character that we know even less than Andor. I I want to say, yeah, because uh, Andor we got a whole film. We've only had moments of of Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. So now we got a, you know, we're getting a lot more backstory about her battling the emperor in the senate and trying to pull this stuff together you know we get um yeah she's trying uh, to balance the two between starting a rebellion and trying to keep out of out of trouble from the senate you know what i mean she's trying to <laughs> right and then the, the the whole family aspect of her too and in mm-hmm. that um which adds a lot more to it the uh, Sal Guerrero, we get to see more mm-hmm. of him, but I think if correct me if I'm wrong, he showed up in Clone Wars. Yes, it was either Clone so, Wars or, or Rebels. He was definitely in, in one of those. Yeah, um, shouldn't, shouldn't be Rebels. Rebels takes place, no, no, it could be, I guess it could have been Rebels because Rebels still takes place before Rogue One, right. I believe so. I believe so. I'd so, have to look up my timeline again, but I think so. But yeah. you know. Um anyway, but yes, we get we get more Saw Guerrero, we get Mon Mothma, we get introduced to new characters with uh everything that's that's going on with them. Um you know, Luthan Rail, um, who's who's a I find a very fascinating character. hmm Love him. Um, He's awesome. Hmm? I love him. He's his character is he was the yeah. one that I I loved every time he was on the screen. <laughs> I mean Stalin Sosgard, I think we said this even in the beginning that he just brings such a power mm-hmm. to the, the screen. Um and just you know, you just instantly latch on to him. Yeah. Uh even Deidre's Deidre's character, you know, her arc, how she's you know, hell bent on getting Andor and you know how she's stepping on toes in her own, you know, company to try to go get, her, you know, him and, you yeah. know, and and serial that empire side, you know, just yeah. to kind of sympathize with the bad guy. Yeah. A little yeah. bit there. Uh, Cyril. Yeah. Uh, Cyril Karn as well. He's um, interesting to watch and just kind of his progression of, you know, he, he tries to impress everybody really backfires on him yeah yep ends up living at home with his mother <laughs> yep <laughs> whoops 
who who looks like she's a yeah um uh Bronx Tale type of mother. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and uh yeah she's um in the in how that pans out mm-hmm. especially where in where that ends up in the twelfth episode. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's it's every Andor's was in Andor's storyline. I think was definitely the the lesser one to follow along until a certain point. Right. Yes. Uh. And and I don't know about for you, but I and again, and this seems to be following pace with the number of D- Disney Plus series, especially these longer ones. That episode ten is, I think, when everything really started. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, let me just preface it. Preface it now: if you haven't watched all twelve episodes, we'll start beginning details and stuff about stuff that happened in a lot of the episodes. Not necessary in order, but throughout the series. Uh, so if you haven't watched everything, um, watch them, finish it up, and come back. If you don't care about spoilers, then keep listening and enjoying, keep enjoying along the conversation. And <laughs> eventually, when you watch it, see if we we're right, we're wrong, mm-hmm. and let us know on social media. No. For for um, me though, for me though, it was when he like I enjoyed the first few episodes or you know six episodes, but for me when it took off and I was really hooked was when he was arrested and was in jail. Yes, that's for me when it when it like I was like holy crap, that's when I was really synced into this and I got to watch my episodes. You know what I mean? Which I think that was nine. Nine's when he ends up in jail. Ten's when he breaks out of jail, if I remember correctly. Uh. Episode nine. Yeah. So, yeah. And again, that's, that's kind of that point that a lot of the other, I, I, I feel, and I I could be wrong, but I feel like we've, we've mentioned this before that it takes eight episodes or nine episodes to get to that point that everything that really sinks in, Mm -hmm. that they're really stretching out the, the, the story and, and how things add up. Um, But yeah, nine nine was good. Ten I thought was phenomenal. Uh, with the jailbreak, yeah. Um, you know, Andy Circus did a, a fantastic job in that. I wasn't expecting him to show up, and then you know seeing him on there, and again the presence that he brings and the you know his acting style really uh, really just commands the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was, that was a fantastic piece. Um, but it, it, it begs to wonder during the escape, and I'm not sure if you thought of this as well, that the only way off of there is to swim, that there wasn't a shuttle or something hanging around mm-hmm. that they could have just taken control of. But I, I don't know if they saw that coming in because right because they were flown in dropped on uh, on top of them towers and it mm-hmm. brought straight in so i don't know if they necessarily knew what was surrounding those towers you know what i'm saying like i think they could look out through like when they were marching from the cells to the building the staging area i think they could look out because they were you know doing the sign language with the other people and the, the other they had to have some idea because they knew about the hydropower true that's true yes but, so, you know, at, at that point, I think they just wanted to get out and they would rather drown than continue <laughs> staying in jail. <laughs> yeah. And, and 
I, I had a feeling that what they were building was going to link to the um to the after credit scene in the twelfth episode. I, I, I had a feeling that's what they were working on. That was the speculation, and it I was right and wrong at the same time. Like I was I, you know, I thought it was for something else. I, I don't know if you want to go into it now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I thought it was for the structure, but it wasn't for the structure. It was for the, you know. The dish. Yeah, the dish. Yeah. There you go. I, I just had a feeling it was is part of it. I wasn't sure what part, but I just had a feeling it, it was something yeah. to do. I mean, you're not far off. I mean, that's still yeah. part of the structure. Right? right, yeah, exactly. I just find it ironic that what he, you know, his arc, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He, <laughs> he helped. Find the plans to destroy what what eventually killed him at that, and yep. he and he helped build <laughs> what eventually was. Yeah, he helped build what eventually killed him, and you know, you know, very tragic, you know, uh, turn of events. There, the the irony is not lost on I think most of the audience about how that all plays out, mm-hmm. but um, bring it at the same time. But I find interesting is how far along that is. Because I, I felt that we were a little further out from Rogue One than I guess we are. So what, you, th- you didn't think it was supposed to be as finished as it was? Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I was expecting it to be a little further back because... Kind of look like what it did in Jedi. You know what I mean? Like... A little closer to that. Yeah, yeah. A, little more, a little more coming together. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, it, it's been a little while since I've seen Rogue One. But... Doesn't Rogue One somewhat open up to them installing the dish? Into the completed dish is put into the Death Star. It, I think it did. I, I would have to. Yeah, it might have. I would have to uh, jar my memory really quick. But it's been a while since I've seen Rogue One too. But yeah. I think you're right. Because I, I I vastly remember seeing the the uh, Victory Class Star Destroyers hanging around the thing in the dish being inserted in mm-hmm. um which doesn't seem like we're that far away from that point right because it was all spread out and then they just gotta yeah slice it in yeah i mean how i mean what how far back do you think they went you know what i mean like 10 years back no i don't think they went that far back. no i but i, I was expecting it maybe four years yeah three or four years mm-hmm yeah, not not nine months or something like that. <laughs> right. Well, they're they're gonna have to fast forward it. Then you know, for season two, it's got to be closer to that. I yeah. Well, I, I knew season two was gonna be a lot closer to Rogue One, and it's gonna end pretty much on the on the press point of the point that we find you know we first see him. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, that may be the last scene. Um, right. Speculation. Let, I don't yeah. know anything. Well, let me ask you this then, because a lot of the complaints that I've heard uh, and read were that this series wasn't Star Wars enough for them. Did you feel it wasn't Star Wars enough for you? No. No, I I, I think it was very much Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, Star Wars does not need to have uh, lightsabers in it. Yeah. And I, if that's people's complaints, um, it, this is another... I'm, I'm sure I've said this in past episodes. Star Wars is the galaxy of 
that Star Wars takes place in is a massive, massive, massive space, mm-hmm. you know, area. Mm-hmm. And we've only focused in on a very small chunk of it. Um, even if you go into the expanded stuff like the Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance and all of in Mandalorian, even if you add all that into the Skywalker saga of films, you still only got a small chunk mm-hmm. of everything else. And not everything is Jedi's and bounty hunters. There's the regular people as well. And that's something we really haven't gone to explore that much of it and, and, and experience. Mm-hmm. Well, their, their and, complaints were more or less, you know, well, we didn't see enough aliens, uh, you know, when they were in the prison, where were all the aliens? Why did they just, uh, uh imprison humans and stuff like that? So, you know, there was a bunch of, that's just people probably just nitpicking and stuff. However, that's what I guess pulled them out of it being star Wars. Well, I, I, <sighs> I didn't notice that. And I, I was a little curious about that as well. Um, everything's been a lot more humanoid, mm-hmm. but if you're on an outer reach planet, that is primarily humanoid. Then that's what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what's going to no, be there. Yeah. Um, it's not a heavy space poor type of planet so you're not like most obviously yes there's a vast variety of different right. characters because it was a spaceport so naturally you would get in beings from other planets this one isn't it's a scrapyard that the empire drops off its old beat up garbage mm-hmm. for the uh, people of the planet to take apart and get re purposed into new garbage mm-hmm. um so you know when you, you went off onto other planets then yeah okay you know the fact that there's again like the jail is all humanoid um i'm trying to think on the um it was, it was very brief but on the beach when he ran to the stormtroopers, was that mm-hmm. all humanoids there? Was there some other? I think that was mixed. I, I could be wrong, but I think it was mixed. Yeah, because in in his um, when he went back to go find that stuff, there was an alien sleeping in the bed. Yeah. So it was a mix. There, there was mixed there. Right, right. Um, and then also during the riot, um, oh, I forget the character's name. But he's the one with the, the little elephant nose. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. I can't remember his name either. I know you're talking about. But th- yeah. There was you know, from um, New Hope, uh, the one that snitched on, on Skywalker yeah. and Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those in the, the riot at the in the mm-hmm. t- episode 12. Yeah. So now, for me, I think it was it was Star Wars enough. You know, because yeah. we're we're based on obviously we're doing the prequel uh, journey of Andor, but you did have your presence of the the Tie Fighters. Uh, you had the Imperial shuttle in there, which was awesome. You had a star destroyer, like a predated uh, star destroyer with the discs or whatever on it in that one episode. You know, so yeah, 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 yeah. yep. With so the... th- there was enough put in there. There was enough aliens. Whenever there was, 
they didn't over they didn't hit us over the head with the aliens, but there were aliens in it that were just fine. You had uh, B two emo to play the the the, the droid, you know, yep. throughout the series. Um, so not nah, for me, it, it it felt I felt at home in the Star Wars realm, even though there was no the no Jedi or Force wielders or anything like that. You had stormtroopers up the yin yang all over the place, and it's good to see that they actually know how to shoot in. Right. <laughs> That they actually can hit target. They can hit their target, <laughs> and it's still the the um, Ralph McQuarrie style of yes. star uh, stormtrooper looks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also had the Death Troopers. Yep. Yep. Um, so you, you know you had those brought into it, and I think just the presence of the Tie Fighters mm-hmm. and how people feared them again made them more of a presence. Yeah, and even the the, think the, the I'm sorry, good. I was going to say, I, I think they, they suffered that in the film that, oh, it's a stormtrooper. Who cares about them? And, oh, yeah, it's a TIE yeah. fighter. Oh, who cares about that? You know, the, mm-hmm. they're going to get destroyed easily. Yeah. You know, you, you get back to why people feared them because they were just, yeah, you learn to fear them. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a, you know, that it just is that presence, you know, it, part of the reason why they make that noise is just that psychological that, you know, it's coming, it is fast and it will be here before you know it, you, you know, you're, it, it, it's all around. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that, that adds, that added to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of, again, brought back why you fear stormtroopers because you know, again, they're they're present and they're not nice people. Yeah, no, no, and even the uh, like uh, Partagas and all all the Imperials, like seeing them together, having their meetings and stuff like that, that brings you into the Star Wars realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a bunch there to make you feel at home within the realm without having to beat you upside the head with a lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? So right, right. And, you <laughs> know, the, that we're getting the the ISB group mm-hmm. uh, there to kind of. Um, it's another angle of uh of the star wars um of the of the empire that we haven't had that much experience to we 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 saw them again in rogue one but it's not um we didn't know we don't know that much about them so now we're getting more about the in the politics i love the fact that they're bringing in the politics because that's been that's a heavy storyline of mm-hmm. star wars and something yeah. that we didn't get so much in the the sequel trilogies um was a lot of the the political stuff even in the original ones it's mentioned it's mentioned in new hope and it's well the the sense been disbanded you know the emperor controls everything now and now you have the emperor as the all-president bad guy you get a lot more of that in the prequel trilogies and also in clone wars Mm. so it's great that you because a lot of this is a political chess match that um even in a um bad batch they were getting they they hint at a lot of that mm-hmm. uh about what's going on and how did all this become and how did the empire come to be and why is the empire such a big thing and why how and why the empire ended up the way it is is all this political stuff that you know we are learning now and we're, we get especially in Andor, i think we're getting a lot more exposed to uh, with the mon mothma and the, the luthan storylines 
mm-hmm. about what they're trying to do and how did the you know again how did the resistance how did the rebels come about you know it wasn't just all together you know oh 500 people just randomly showed up at well, one day on a planet and decided hey let's work together and defeat mm-hmm. the empire no there, there's a lot of back channels and um deal making and who trusts whom and who doesn't trust who you know it, it's not too too undifferent than in our country how the revolutionary war started about that you had all these people having secret meetings and coming together to try and do stuff and then you have this group here in this state and then another state you have another group and you know trying to work deals that they you know see eye to eye and, and bring everything together to to go against um a larger more organized force mm. So, um, and that's what I've really been taking out of this. Not so much Andor story himself. That, as fun as some parts of it have been, like we said before, it's everything else. Yeah, that yeah. has made this quite the uh, quite the compelling story. And they they do such a good job of telling you these multiple stories in each episode and and what's going on. Um, you know, you're you're not just following Andor. You're you're following Andor and how these other stories, all this is going to tie together um, next season, right? More or less, yeah. Possibly. It's, it, like I'm not I'm not trying to like compare the two different series, but like with Kenobi, how that played out, it was basically it was Kenobi's story. He was the main mm-hmm. guy. He was the main presence. You followed him from start to finish. You know what I'm saying? Vader was in there, obviously, but it was more following kenobi whereas yep. this it's based on Andor, but i find them the characters that have been developed more intriguing than the Andor character <laughs> well and, and mandalorian's just like obi-wan where you know you you followed in Joran, right and now you got grogu so you, you follow their stories and you get other characters interacting with them right, right. but it's not so much about them you, you're not really following their stories it, it's all the Joran story and about what happens there you know it, it's not that multi-layered right and fascinating that that's what makes andor i think stand out amongst right. all the other ones has it slowed the storytelling down a lot absolutely there i mean i i wouldn't be truthful if i didn't say that there were some episodes that i had trouble staying awake during because right. of just how heavy the 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 dialogue it wasn't a, any yeah. like action or eye candy to just really like um get your adrenaline going it is it is just a bunch of dialogue going on mm-hmm. and people talking and sitting around talking and um so it it's it's more of like uh i, I don't want to knock some other series of like downtown abbey or something like that but right. it, it's people you know talking it's it's not um a lot of doing it's right but in some things out in some ways in this in this uh series the acting and the writing and the way the lines were delivered are sometimes better than any kind of action scene that you might oh, force into it. You know what I mean? Like the Luthen, his little speech he gave, even Marva in the uh, when she was a hologram out of out of out of the B two emo uh, unit. You know when she was giving her speech at the end there. That you know, was very powerful. That's what I'm saying. So like I would, I don't know. Like it fits Andor. It fits there. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. it's just I would rather. It's well written. 
so they're sacrificing on the action part, but you're getting the development of the characters and you're getting a better dialogue to move the stuff along. So can you, do you need to be awake to watch the show? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's 12 hours. I mean, 12 episodes, you're probably close to 10, 11 hours overall. Cause they're about 45 minutes to an hour long each episode. So it's not, a, it's not a show that you want to watch when you're tired after work, you got to pick. Cause if you miss something, that said, you it may you may miss it down the road. Like they may reference it later, and you're like, "What was that about?" You know. So that that to me is what made the show. It, it's it's brilliant. It's awesome. I, I like it. You know. Yeah, and, and and they do a lot of things that happen earlier on in the series do have a payoff or a a continuing thread through the rest of the season or shows back up later on in the season. So. There is there's a lot of that going on, um, you know. Things that happen have consequences, and you know, you see. And what's nice is that it's not just a okay. These are the bad guys, and they show up when convenient. That you actually are following uh, what's going on with the ISB, mm-hmm. and you know, they talk about this happened here and that happened there, and you you kind of see both ends of it. The 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 budding rebellion, you know, doing something and then the repercussions on the uh, empire side. So, you, you know, getting both ends of it, I, it was a nice touch. And again, just adds more depth and more layers. Um, this is, I hate to say, but probably some of the most in-depth stories that we've gotten out of Star Wars. Yep. It's and, definitely probably some of the best written Star Wars we've ever yes. had, you know, <laughs> Which so is for, for people know, I, to knock it not being Star Wars. Well, it's not, but it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not what we're used to. It's not the um, special effects heavy laden battles and, you know, yeah. action stuff. No, but it is Star Wars and it's telling you more about the universe and the characters and how things develop and how things came to be and how we got. Luke Skywalker and uh, Le- uh, Princess Leia and everybody in this rebellion against the Empire to bring down the evil Empire and how the Empire came to be and why there's such a presence and why everyone doesn't like them. And mm-hmm. we, you know, without that, it makes a lot, it gives much more meaning to all the other things that we've had. Yep. Then we're, we, yeah, before it's just like, well, okay, why is this and why is that? Well, now we're finding out why. So it it just expands everything and, and gives everything even more meaning and more purpose. Mm-hmm. And I think I, Tony Tony Gilroy, like I don't, he's not trying to reach out for every demographic uh, age age group. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just no. he's telling his story. If you want to watch it, you can watch it. You know what I mean? It's there. You know, I don't think he's trying. I, like I could see like the younger group maybe may find this a little too slow for them and they may not want to invest in it because there's not that much action and stuff like that. But me being an older person, it might be more geared towards me because I have the time to sit there and, 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 you know, soak this in, you know? So I, I just don't think Tony Gilroy cares. He's just writing it. This is his no. Star Wars. He's going to bang them out, you know? And it's, um, it is hard for some people to follow along because of just again there there isn't it's not what you're used to and there's not a lot to get your your adrenaline pumping and put you on edge uh, mm-hmm. 
and, and, and worry about that aspect. So I know my, my wife Kim was tell, saying to me the other day when I came on what uh, Thanksgiving Day, the day after Thanksgiving, that it was on a free forum, the first mm-hmm. two episodes, because they're, yeah. they're not broadcasting that. And she's like, well, what happened with this character? And what happened with that character? What happened with this character? And so <laughs> trying trying to explain. Yeah, got to watch you know, it. <laughs> like, well, there's, there's this and then there's that. And, you know, I was realizing at that point how much has happened and how diverse and everything has spanned out. So it's, you know, I understand that, we, you know, it, it's hard for people to get into. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, and I, I said to, to my family, it's like, my boys checked out after the first episode because, yeah. um, you know, the, when you're younger, they're really, there's nothing in this for the younger audience. Yeah. There, there, there's almost nothing in it. And mm-hmm. I, I completely understand if, if your younger child can get into the Andor and follow along for all, all the episodes, good for them. Yeah. Um, because it, it, it's even hard for adults to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone, I, I just try to say, just stay into the third episode. Things can, you know, really pick up in the third episode and no one else could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm like, no, I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with it. Cause there's times it's just like, it, it just, it didn't feel like enough was happening. But when you look back, you realize how much did happen. Mm-hmm. It's definitely one of those hindsight type of deals. You, you don't realize what's happening at the time but then when you look back it's like oh wow okay this this and that and that and this and that um so uh what would i guess say be your favorite episode Mm. that's a good question um that would hold on I'm just looking at the uh, the list of the episodes, mm. um, just to you know. The was the reckoning that was no. Yeah, I don't want to be. I would have to. Yeah, the jailbreak episode probably uh, one way out had to have been. That's the yeah, mine too. Yeah. Um. And the this you know the, the speeches between Andy Circus and um uh uh Skarsgård, yeah. um the ones that they both give uh was was fantastic. Um and it just again it's not as heavy prose laden as as the other ones. It is you know, a little more action going on, mm-hmm. but and something I, that made me realize in that episode about and, Andor and Andor his character is that he knows kind of what needs to be done. He he understands, okay, this is how things plan out, and he sees the, the greater picture. He doesn't want any of the credit for it. Right. He rather explain it to somebody else and let them take the credit and kind of just be there in the background. Mm-hmm. Then be the one to be the leader. He doesn't want to be the leader. He doesn't want to want to make the decisions, but he'll he'll pass along. It's like this is what we need to do. This is how it should work out. This right. is 
They only right, got yeah, like when he, he told it, the, the jailbreak, he told uh, Andy Serkis or whatever, you, it needs to be you. They will listen to you, not right. me. You know what I mean? So you got to make the announcement over the, you know, yeah. Yeah. And he did that back in, I want to say like episode six, he, he was doing that as well, where when they're raiding the place, it was no, she needs to be the leader. You know, these guys need to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just... I'm just here, but it, yeah. it's you guys. So there's there's been a couple of instances of him just being, it's not me. You guys figure it all out. Not, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> I'll, I'm, I'll be along for it. I'll, I'll help out. I'm going to do my part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, here's my suggestions. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not the, I'm not your leader. Yeah. I just, it's fun. It's it just hit like his, his arc was like, he doesn't get arrested for, for, for the, um, looting of the, of the place. He goes on a beach. <laughs> he He's gets arrested. Along. Yeah. He's just walking along. You're gets sweating. Arrested. You must've been doing something. It's the, it's hot outside. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he gets arrested for doing nothing. Then he goes to jail. He was probably safer in jail than, but he wanted to get home to see his mother's funeral, but everybody wanted to kill him on his own planet. So it's like, <laughs> can't get away from him. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it, and he knows that everyone's after him, but he yeah. shows up anyway. Yeah. But that's what I found interesting with, with his arc. You know what I mean? It was, was kind of, it was funny. Yeah. I was, I was picking that up on too. It's like, you you don't have a friend in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yet you, you're still there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, so let's go uh, into into Luthen, one of the yes greatest char- characters uh, on the show. There's a. Uh, I want to speculate. I'll be. I'll, I'll speculate, and I know it's, there's a rumor out there, so I'm probably not the first. So I want your opinion. Do you think he is either a Jedi or Force sensitive? Hmm. Um. Do I think he could be? He survived Order sixty six. I'm just. I'm just speculating. Right. Do you think he could have survived Order sixty six? And this is him, like, doing his thing to try to spur on a rebellion. That somehow he's a... As a Jedi in hiding. With the the Force in some way. Um, I mean, all things are possible. Um, Would explain why he has a number of Jedi relics in his shop. Mm -hmm. And how he, when he was given that wonderful fantastic speech how he looked like a jedi in his robe and he's sitting you know the wind's blowing and it's you know (laughs) very jedi-esque jedi-esque and he had i they all said it's a walking stick but when he went i think it was when he was talking to saul and he was handing out his stuff he handed what looked like a hilt of a lightsaber now that you know there's a different show i listened to that said that you know in the descriptive thing it said it was his walking staff it was just wasn't extended you know and i'm sitting there going 
Yeah, I don't know about that. Watch that. Because they emphasize showing this thing as he was handing it off. Right. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> so. His way to influence people. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't. No, I, I'd say I'd be surprised if it, if they, if he comes out of it, but. I wouldn't say it'd be like complete, it would be completely out of the realm of possibility. I mean, it's it's quite possible, mm-hmm. but I thought they were intentionally trying to not have. That was that a, was that us assuming, or it was that like confirmed that they weren't going to have anything like that because Rogue One had Vader in it. You know what I'm saying? And he didn't show. They they really didn't emphasize him until like the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. So it's like could. Luthen be the same thing where somewhere towards the end of season two, he reveals he's a Jedi, but you know, obviously I don't think he's going to survive. Yeah. There's a, but there's a connective thread with, uh, with Vader to, to rogue one. So that, mm-hmm. that somewhat makes sense, uh, especially with how that show ends up. Uh, that right. movie ends, but it's not out um, of the realm that he could write somebody with a force ability in it. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility at all. Yeah, because um, at the end of season two, he can say, ha ha, fooled you guys. He's been here the whole time. You guys were crying for a Jedi. Here he's been. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, I'm, I'm going to say probably not. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at this point going to say I haven't been shown enough to say that he is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think it's a lot of people wishful thinking on some people, yeah, trying to find something that may not necessarily be there. Just, and I'm g- going to use the the perfect example of one division. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> everything was Mispiso. Everything up and down is going to be so. Is going to be look, look, all the signs are there. Everything lines up. This is he's absolutely the bad guy at the end mm-hmm. and not a nope. not in not it even close. whatsoever yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know I, i'm gonna hold out hope that he is some kind of a force uh a, a, i don't know if he was a jedi or whatever because you know some kind of force sensitive guy just just the way that it, he his presence is how he interacts with people the subtle hints of stuff you know well i'd be disappointed if he's not no because I still I mean, think I he's, can see he's, that maybe he did the uh, made a lot of donations to the FBOJ, you know, the Fraternal <laughs> Brotherhood of uh, the Jedi <laughs> Order. Um, <laughs> you know, he, you know he, he's got one of those placards in you know in, in his car. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, maybe there is a connection there. Do mm-hmm. I say that you know was he in the temple and was he one of the the Jedi? I I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying that's not possible. Right. It could, it could very much season two could come around, and next thing we know, that he is pulling out a lightsaber, or you know, he's right. using the force on people. Yeah. But no, I'm, I, I'm not saying that I want to see him in like a you know a Jedi battle or anything like that. No. You know what I, I'm saying? Because that, that would be out of place. You know, it, for the pace of the show, it would kind of be a little bit out of place. Right. And know? I like the fact that we haven't had any of that. Right. Exactly. You know, but to know what's how do you say it? Uh, 
to know that he is without him showing it is kind of cool. You know, he's yeah. hiding. He's, you know what I mean? So that would enhance his character even more for me if he was, and he just like totally doesn't use his abilities. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would, it would explain a lot. Um, but it's uh, it's something yet to be seen. Yeah. Um, you know, we we shall see. Um, I I don't think there's enough to say yes yet. Yeah. And I, you know, it, it, again, there's a lot of hints there. There's a lot of possibilities, but could we just be grasping at straws? Yeah. You know, um, you know, what would that make that woman that works in his shop too? Would that be a Padawan then? Mm-hmm. You know, that yeah. that's you know, right. conti- oh, yeah. to continue that discussion. Right. Right. You know, because again, they they there's more of a connection there than we, ha- and I'm not talking like a intimate relationship but there is a interesting dynamic between those two that mm-hmm. still hasn't played out fully right so we we we'll see where that ends up as well um because i don't know that there's there's something about her where they keep dropping hints about her character like she keeps popping up to remember, like, remember, I'm still here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then especially the moments whenever uh, the one person came to the shop looking for for Luthen and he was out. But the way that she presented herself. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very assertive, very firm, um, did not back down. Um, so there, there's. You know something about her character that's I I feel that we're going to learn more about as 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 season two comes about. And, and that's probably one of the only characters they really didn't dive into at that much. You know what no. I'm saying? Out, out of all the new main characters, she's probably the the one they developed least. Like yeah, I think we even got more on Mon Mothma's daughter than we did on her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I um, yeah, I I I I'm curious to see how this all all plays out. There's there's a lot, you know. It, it's obviously this is season one, so you know it ends perfectly. Where I I want more. Yeah, well, that's uh, what, that was going to be my follow up question. That did the twelfth episode end in a way? Were you satisfied with the way it ended? You know what I mean? Like to yes. lead into a season two. Yeah, I yes. agree. I agree. I, I, I am am definitely satisfied with how this played out, what build up, where we ended, and one season two happening. It, you know, it's like okay, yeah. come on, let's let's go. I, 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 <laughs> I don't want to wait another year, two years. I yeah. I, I want this. Yeah. I, I, I want I want season two. Um, you know, it's it's done enough for me to keep me interested, and engaged. Um, it took a while to get to that point, mm-hmm. but but overall. Um, season nine, ten, and twelve were fan- fantastic, fantastic episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, eleven just, I think, just missed that mark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but you needed everything else to to lead up to that point. So, um, yeah, I, I, I. The way that 12 ended um, and where our characters all ended up 
I thought was was very um perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just unfortunate now. Like when have you heard when I I know that's in front of cameras now, they're filming season two, but yep. is there a speculation on when they would release season two? Um Please Next say year, that's all I know. I'm going to say, please don't uh, say 2024. Because <laughs> that would stick. Yeah, no, no. It, it says, um, right now that I'm seeing on IMDb that episode one will be 2023. Okay. When in 2023? I mean, you, you have quite a lot. I would assume uh, it'll probably be around the same time, unless there's another uh, show that I don't know that's dropping around the same time the, next year. Not that I know of. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me just check the news end at the moment. But I don't, I don't think they've dropped the exact date yet. Yeah. Um, other than it will be potential for next year. Mm-hmm. Now let me. Do you think yes. the the 45 minute to an hour long episodes hurt uh, helped or hurt or or indifferent to this the way this the show was cuz you know how like mandalorians are usually like 30 to 35 and then you'd like oh man that episode ended too soon uh, you know i wanted more you know the, do you think that this was the right fit for andor or do you feel like they could have cut or maybe i don't want to say dare say make them episodes longer but you know, what was your opinion no, I, on that? I, I think for once they felt about right. Yeah, I agree. I, there was a couple that maybe could have been a couple minutes longer, but for the most part, no. I think it 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 definitely feels right in mm-hmm. its length because the you know some of them I think if you try to push it longer would have just drug it out too long. Yeah, yeah, it would just been way too stretched out, and then other ones. Uh, or at the same time, if you tried to make them shorter, you would have lost some key important mm-hmm. details. I, you know, they really did not, I feel, waste their time mm-hmm. um, in, in the episodes as far as telling stories and giving you details and giving you uh, bits of information. Like everything is very purposeful. You're learning everything for a reason. Everything's be every word is. Um, carefully chosen and crafted. Mm-hmm. So I, there's, there's very few as far as throwaway lines. The only thing that I have to say, and maybe we'll get some more of this in season two, is the whole sister aspect. Uh, the um, sisters of Ferrix or whatever. No, that? his sister. Oh, his sister. Oh, yeah. Duh. Sorry, I got <laughs> got confused. Yes, because they dropped that in the beginning, in like the very first episode, and they totally went away from that. And you know, I guess mother... Arbiter stopped looking for her and all that, and then he stopped. <laughs> the mother said, "You know, give up on that," and yeah. he instantly did. And then everything else was happening. Yeah. But again, I don't think it's a red herring. And and this is what Kim said to me, and I. The more I'm thinking, at first I'm like, nah, that, that's not right. But the more I'm thinking about it, it's like, is it possible? Is it possible? And, and again, this is a far stride that Bix is his sister. 
Because you look at the girl who played his sister on the uh, the flashback. Mm-hmm. And then you look at her, especially at her at the end. Wherever, you know, she's been mm-hmm. tortured and she's yeah, yeah. a lot yeah. more worn down. A lot of the character, physical uh, characteristics, um, similarities. Mm-hmm. Which would make it awkward considering that their their relationship, but mm-hmm. um, and he was he was you know bent on trying to find her too to rescue her, so right you, there could be that connection. Yeah, yeah, might be. You know the the fact that that you know that they're near each other that there's a, there is a connection between each other mm-hmm. between them, you know, and she's always willing to try and help him out, right? And you don't you know why is that? Not that I think she knows either. Mm-hmm. Right, but why would uh, the only question I the only pushback I would have on that is why would Marva you know want him to not know that that was her sister? You know what I mean? That that would be the only question. I yeah, would I, don't, have. I don't know, yeah. I, and, and that's why I'm saying it is a stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I with with how much they paid attention to you know everything else, like I said, they're not wasting dialogue. They're not wasting you know. Things, everything has got a little connection and a reason and a purpose why. Mm. Why why is that part? The thing that you kicked it off with mm-hmm. gonna be the only thing that you just throw away. Yeah. Yeah, because that did that take us that took a serious uh backseat to the main storyline. Right, but but that's what got everything's going. going. Right. Yeah. If he wasn't out looking for his sister, he would have n- none of this would have happened. Exactly. Right. So, <laughs> so all the problem he's going through, at least they could do is show the sister. Right. <laughs> yeah, have have a sister show up at some point. There you go. <laughs> so, you know, and they 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 even go back at some at some point talk about the planet that he was founded. They found him on. Mm-hmm. And I think they even mentioned they talk about that. So they they made some points about that that whole backstory of his in the where he came from and they showed the sister these who you assume is the sister and you 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 got enough of that that the, you feel like there should be a payoff at some point yeah yeah well if you want to go with like this is a crazy theory too that i've heard uh you know when the K2S droid finally, you know, because obviously in Rogue One he had K2S as you know his ETSO. Yep. So what what they were saying is that which I don't I don't think there's any uh, validity to this whatsoever. But the B2 Emu Emo uh, droid somehow right. they pull his inner whatever essence or whatever uh, how a droid is built and put it into a K2S SO droid, and then that's how he continues on with. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. <laughs> emo gets you know reinvent transformed into a K two SO droid, and then they continue on their their ro- you know adventures on to Rogue One. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a little far fetched, but I was like that, that would be kind that's of a bit cool. of a stretch there, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of cool though. I could I could almost say that there might be some sort of connection there to that theory if. I know you have Fallen Order, and I don't know how far along you into that. If you've run into the K2 droids in that. No, I haven't. Not yet. But 
little spoiler, a little heads up on that, mm-hmm. is that the K2 droids are apparently easily reprogrammed. Oh, okay. Or, or, or it's, it's not too super complicated to, to program them because they have the data link on the back of their head. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, is that out of, is something along that line out of the realm of possibility that uh, Emo reprograms a K2 droid and that becomes the K2 that we know Mm-hmm. from rogue one because obviously at some point that droid has to show up and then yes we know that's going to happen in season two because it didn't happen in season one exactly and if we're finishing season two on the doorstep of rogue one where we find out why cassian was where we first meet him then obviously k2so has to show up at some point during that and mm-hmm. it sounds like they've been together for a some period of time so it it should happen it's not gonna happen at the end of the season i would say maybe yeah, I hope mid-season not. it shouldn't it probably won't be the beginning of either i would i'd say about mid-season yeah that k2so shows up and th- again complete speculation um is you know i'm look that's a character i've been looking forward to them yeah, sh- you know, showing up mm-hmm. uh because he's just he's just really cool and when they showed up in um episode on the beach when he showed up you're like k2 and you're like no it's not he's choking him out (laughs) episode eight when he showed up he's like oh oh here's what's gonna happen and oh no that's not happening that's cool it's introducing you to those characters because there's gonna be the payoff later yeah yeah and and hence what i'm saying they did not waste everything these things are happening for a reason um, you know, these characters are showing up for a reason. We're we're getting introduced to, to things that they will have a payoff at some point. So the fact that again, going back to the sister aspect, that seems to be a very strange thing for it to be the only thing that would not get a payoff. Mm-hmm. Granted, the the people that he ended up with on the beach planet that he was spending his time with, let's say, um we're not getting a payoff from them either. But we, you didn't get the focus, and there wasn't anything writing on mm-hmm. those people, other than maybe did they ran them out, you right? Know? You know, they, they could always show up again as well. I doubt that. Um, I doubt that that we, we will see any of them, but we will get. You know, we're gonna get the K two droids. Um, we're we're gonna find out what happens with uh the isb and and those people because you know you have multiple i mean you, you have uh civil the, the main one but you have the the other ones there too so you know you have three three or four really compelling characters in that group mm-hmm. yeah um so you have that aspect going on you have mon mothma's story and to see the fact that she's mar- marching her daughter out, you know that mm-hmm. she's caving in on, on that aspect. Yeah. Um, you know, the sacrifice for the, the greater good, I guess that's how she's looking at it. Mm-hmm. Um, her husband, which, you know, I, no one trusts him. No. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he, he's practically, you know, you know, best buds with the enemy. Yeah. 
Um, so it's, um, but he's completely clueless as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that whole argument that she had with him in the car was in t- completely intentional. She yeah. knew that he was going to deny and argue everything, and she knew that the driver would be listening in. Yeah, she knew he was the uh, the mole or whatever, right. and was going to go run with that info. Yeah. So she, you know, that whole thing, she planned that whole part out you know, to start layering and covering up for her spending and moving of money to to get the uh, to get this rebellion going. Mm-hmm. Now, who is she funding and helping out? I, I haven't fully pieced that. I mean, she she most of the time goes to Luthen, but Luthen's going to Saw. So there, there was some sort of chain and connection there. Mm. Well, was she trying to get the money ready to start funding the rebellion? Does that make sense? You know yes. what I mean? Like she doesn't, she doesn't have it now. She's trying to get the funds together, but she, she needs a secret place to hide that so that it's not being tracked on, on to her to come back. On yeah, I guess. When, yeah. That, that she hasn't handed it over yet, but she has pulled the funds and has it mm-hmm. somewhere. Right. So, and her sister's involved in that too. To mm-hmm. what extent? Again, um, we shall find out. Yeah, and what and what was the uh, Luthen? Didn't he say we all made a um, a bond or an agreement or something like that? What's this agreement that they were all you know that they all took? What was this? Right. You know, this oath. The oath. Yeah, that needs to be explained too. Yeah, and you know all stuff that we're going to get to and find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's yeah, a, a lot has happened. We've learned a lot, but we still have a lot more to go. And I think season two isn't going to be as slow as season one. Yeah, I think we're going to hit the ground running a lot more because you know you don't have to explain as much now. Yeah. You have your core characters developed already and set in place. So now it's, you know. You're not introducing as many. Right. You know, you're you're going to still get introduced to new character stuff, but probably not as many. And, you know, things will you know, just start moving forward a lot more, uh, at a lot better pace now. Um I mean, acting-wise, I think everyone did a fantastic, fantastic job. Uh, Diego Luna did a wonderful job. Kyle Soler, you know, Stellan Sarsgaard, Genevieve O'Reilly, um, all fantastic. Um, so I again, I'm, I'm, I'm as interested as I was in the first season. Now, I'm even more excited for season two. Yeah. Do you think we'll see um, Andy? Excuse me, Andy Circus's character again, or do you think? Because that was kind of like you had this really cool character. He can't swim. He's and then that was it, and they left his character hanging. Now, do we need to see him? No, but I'm just curious. Do you think we'll see him again? Um, I, I was pondering that myself. I'm like, it, it was a very natural end mm-hmm. to this this character, his story arc. But at the same time, I think it's strange that if we don't see him again, mm-hmm. so or or just I would love to see him again. I yeah, think so would I. But I'm just yeah, you know. yeah. I don't think we we have to. Um, 
but I, I think I I would like to. I would yeah. definitely like to. I don't think we have to, but I would definitely like to. Mm-hmm. Now I'm tr- I'm I was trying to see if I could find spoilers on IMDb as far as uh, contracts go because it tells you how many episodes someone's in. Ah, gotcha. But uh, Diego Luna is the only one that they have a firm twenty-four episodes in. Everyone else now is seven or less. Mm-hmm. So they're only showing you what they did for this for this, this season. season. So you don't know who's showing up. Who's showing up for next season? Mm. Yeah, no, all the actors, uh, all the actors in this one nailed it. I, I there wasn't one actor that. I was like, you know, that cringeworthy moment uh, that I keep talking about. Like, they were all spot on. So. Oh, and let me, I would be amiss to not bring up the fact that um, episode 11, our uh, friend of the podcast, Mike Quinn, makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. He's one of the Fisherman Brothers. So as that the, was, as, was he the voice or was he the actual in the costume? Puppeteering it, yes, uh, well, oh, nice. probably both. But uh, um, I'm, I'm now I'm guessing puppeteering, not voicing, because I know like at least for Nine Num, again he puppeteered, he didn't voice. Oh, cool. Um, and then same thing, Yoda, he he's uh, right-handed that he didn't, and he obviously didn't voice, or he stood in mm-hmm. for, um, uh, Oz, whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, so my guessing is that no, he did he didn't voice because neither of them seem to have an English accent. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that and I was trying to figure out because that that scene was a little weird. It, I might have been thrown from the angling alien language and trying to read the subtitles. But I'm like, they trap they they captured them, but then they let them go. Is that because they hated the empire more than they than they would the prisoners or something like that. Like what was yes. their? Yeah, that's what I thought. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I got. I was yeah, confused for a half a second there with that. Well, you, you think of it, they're 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 fishermen. They, you know, they they strive on getting the fish out of the sea, and here right. the empires put not just one, multiple of yeah. these prisons in the sea. Got to be disturbing the fish. Right. Um. So it it is. Yeah, uh, that's a bigger problem than these yeah. two guys right. who washed up on on shore trying to steal the ship. It's like right. you know what, we'll fly you there. Yeah, save you the trouble. <laughs> you know, we we can tell you're not the Empire people, idiots. Right. So right. um, we'll help you out. That 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 was a fun little yeah fun little moment. Yeah, he played the character of Dewey D E W I. Yeah. Yep. Daughters of Ferrix episode number mm-hmm. eleven. So yeah, that that was that was happy to happy to see him there. Good mm-hmm. old Quinny. That's good. Um. All right. So let's uh let's wrap this up. Let's if there's anything else you wanted to go over first. No. No. I think uh I think we touched basically everything we needed to. Yeah. yeah. It's in just in an overview. Nothing. You know, not gonna go episode by episode. I don't think we need. Yeah, no, there. no, no. So, um, we already discussed our favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Both agreed on uh, on that. It was episode ten. So, what would your score at, uh, out of ten for season one of Andor on a whole? 
on a whole. What did I give the first three? Do you remember? Do you have that written down? Sorry. Uh, I don't have those notes in front of me. No. Okay. All right. Never mind. Let me check over here. But no, I don't think I have. Uh, oh, wait. Here I do. Here I do. Um, we didn't do it. Um, we did by episode at that point, and you gave episode one and two an 8.5, episode three a nine. Oh, wow. So, hmm. It's funny now when you look back at at the you know given those those might have been a little high compared to the episodes that came after that you know what right. I mean, <laughs> uh, but overall I'd probably give it an eight and a half. Okay, I um I was floundering a little bit, but I think I'm going with my initial. I'm gonna go. I'll give it an eight, flat eight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of. The slowness of yeah. the the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, again, not a bad thing, but it did make I, I could see why people would pull out early on it. Yes. And not yeah. and not get fully invested because just how I don't want to say painfully slow, but <laughs> Yeah. Unexpectedly Unexpectedly slow. Exactly. Yeah. Um well, because well, not that I'm a, not that I'm defending it, but based on previous shows that we have seen in the Star Wars realm, again, this was totally different. So yep. we had to get used to what this show is. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so and, they, and that's what they kind of said. It was going to be a different type of story. Um, right. They used a lot of practical sets. They built all those sets. It wasn't mm-hmm. CGI'd, and it wasn't the. Uh, the void process, uh, the um, you know, the screen technology it wasn't any of that, uh, so much of that. It was actual locations and sets and 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 whatnot. I mean, obviously, they, they're CGI. You know, Tie fighters flying around. You're not going to build a Tie fighter and fly there, right? Right. Um, so, but it it it's more practical sets than than not. Yeah. Well, um, I heard a, I read something, a, a comment. Somebody said some. Uh, they don't know after watching this show. They don't know how they can go back to watching a show that was filmed in the volume again. You know what I mean? Just because right. the practical sets were just so spot on in this that they, you know, I guess they can tell the like the Mandalorian. If that's filmed in the volume, you it know, is. it might it might take them away from it, you know, a little bit. But I don't know. I will still watch them all. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm still down for it all. I they think both both methods methods are fantastic. The volume has you know come leaps and bounds. Yeah. Um, in the its presentation from the early days of CGI, mm. uh, and it just it just helps push the envelope of what they can do. Where I think, you know, having the practical sets in some ways does limit you somewhat on on what you could do. But at the same time, it it is your mind knows. Yeah. Yeah. What uh, do you uh, to fast forward to season two before we wrap it up? What are you most looking forward in in a second in the in a second season? Like what if they didn't touch on this? What would that you know what I mean? Like that would. What are you most looking forward to? What am I most looking forward to? Um, Luthen and Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 very curious to see Mon Mothma's story arc where that heads to. 
and how she gets you know to be the kind of the the head of the 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 rebels um and uh luthan we we don't know what becomes of him we assume he dies doesn't mean he does right he just could just go flying off somewhere and you know that's a story for another time exactly yep. so th- there there's a lot lot of possibility yeah yeah um, for, for me it's the i want to i want to see luthan's storyline obviously is he yep. a jedi or not uh Let's let's you know let's put a bow on that one, <laughs> and then uh, the K two S O droid that that oh, I want to yeah. see definitely, like I said that I want to see how they how they introduce them and how he gets you know how they become BFFs so that that's what I want to yeah. see that's what I'm most looking into the servitude of yes yeah so yeah I I, I look forward to and um, what you know what happens with Bix mm-hmm. yes because again you you make the point to save her you make the point of put her on that ship with those mm-hmm. other characters and flying off. I don't think that's the last that we'll see of that character either. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a, again, there's a reason why you keep reminding us about that character mm-hmm. because you could have, if she wasn't going to be an important piece after episode three, we would have never seen her again. Do you have any concerns on, I, I don't think Tony's going to change his way of, of, of making this, but do you think no. any, blowback on how season one could have been portrayed being slow and all this stuff like that. Do you think he'll try to change it a little bit to appease the fan base? I don't, I don't think he will do it to please appease the fan base. I think, like I said, it will happen naturally because you don't have as much backstory to try and fill in now. Yeah. Um, Everything a lot more stuff is going to be moving forward and moving forward now. Mm-hmm. So no, I I don't think he's going to cha- change so much as much as the natural progression of this storytelling um, will just keep moving things. Right. That's what I'm hoping. I hope he just says, "Nope, this is my story. I'm going to write it the way I want to write it." You know, deal with it. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, final thing. Who's your MVP of this story? Of the of the season. Hmm. I don't want to go with the obvious of Luthen. Um. Let's go with Marva, the mom. Marva, uh, yeah, good character. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am. I'm going to go with Luthen. Sorry. <laughs> I'll, I'll go, <laughs> I was going to say him, but you know, it's that's that's the obvious one. Yeah. Because I mean, just how could you not? He's so fantastic. Yeah. Um. You know, you you only meet him in episode three, and he he like I said, he just takes control. He's just mm-hmm. you know, Stalin Sargard and his performance and the the writing and how he delivers the the lines mm-hmm. and playing that duality character where he's this rough and tumble, you know. Uh, rebel trying to get things going against the empire, but this quaff uh, merchant on Coruscant, you know, he's one of the Coruscant people. Um, you know, fantastic. Yeah. So, um, can't disagree with you on that. No, no. So, uh, and like I said, one of the things I'm looking forward to see how his character plays out yeah. in next season. So that's, 
that's why I give him my MVP. Mm-hmm. So. All right. And on that note, um, Dave, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, let us know what you, uh, you, you the listener, uh, join in the conversation. Let us know. And uh, we'll be talking soon. Thank you, Matt. Always a pleasure. Always, always. Thank you again, Dave, to joining us on this discussion of Andor. What did you think of Andor? Please, we want to know. Join the conversation on our Facebook group, facebook.com slash WD Magicast on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We can be found at WD Magicast. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you catch the audio version and some other things that I have posted recently on my trips to the park. You can also leave us a voice message. Be heard on the show. You will be heard on the show. Leave us a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website. Or another version. Record a message on your tablet, smartphone, device, computer, whatever you have electronically that records messages, and email it to us at email at wdmagicast.com. You can also email us any questions or suggestions you may have that you'd like addressed on the show as well. Links to all these can be found in the show notes and on our website, www.wdmagicast.com. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have, especially during this busy, crazy holiday season. The fact that we get to spend some of it together means a lot to us over here on the show. We cannot thank you enough. We really appreciate the time that we get to spend together. But please, share out a link on the social networks. Let people know that you're listening and where to find us. Also, please go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave us a rating review. We have all five-star reviews at the moment. Truly, truly, we feel blessed. Keep them coming. The more, the better. They will do their part to help promote the show as well. Because the more people that know about the show, the better it is. Walt believed in a big Disney family, and so do I. Don't forget to, sus- to subscribe to the show as well. This way you always know when new episodes are posted. And while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber. Truly help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash wdmagicast slash support. Or find our Patreon page. You can also check out our merchandise shop, which has some great sales going on for the holidays, folks. Lots of cool stuff. Got mugs, sweatshirts, t-shirts, pillows, tote bags, phone cases. My goodness, there's more stuff than that. Check it out. Links to all these are in the show notes as well, and also again on our website. Remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, whatever troubles, I know the holidays isn't always jolly and merry and happy for everyone. And if that is the case, it's okay to feel that way. It's alright. Sometimes deal with things in our own way. But also, don't let it overcome you. This too shall pass, and I know that's easy for me to say, but there's someone out there that wants to help you. Help is waiting for you. 
promise and you have to ask for it. Never give up, never give in. Be your own hero. Let the world see how wonderful you are. Now I'd like to end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. This is a volatile business of ours. We can ill afford to rest on our laurels, even to pause in retrospect. Time and conditions change so rapidly that we must keep our aim constantly focused on the future. Again, that's Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time.